Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. We believe that you're worth it. We are Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, 657 AM. This is where you're at. We gave you the sounds of Jay Morse coming out from the teaching there by the late Derek Prince. And uh, before the late Derek Prince, we gave you some beautiful music there from Godfrey Monjani, some a cappella. And that uh, was like really awesome and beautiful. And uh, I hope that you have enjoyed with it. And now there is the date for his book met Dr. Tlailani. Um he is in the studio with me and on spread where cancer survival and you can summer met on spread if you have any questions, medical questions, um the lines are open for you and the number as uh, yeah, uh, is it now Ian Twe double three three four Ian Alternative, you can send us a WhatsApp or Telegram on 0826572729. And now I said Muruti because somebody said Muruti earlier. And now I'm like, Muruti, how are you? Hi, Muruti, Dr. Tlailani. <laughs> in my next life, I'm going to be yeah. Muruti. Pastor Dr. Tlailani. Yeah, yeah, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you good? I'm good, uh, uh, and I uh, hope uh, our family is very good. Uh, now that we have introduced this topic, you know, I would have loved, I thought I would arrange someone. Who yeah, had, I did uh, mention to the family yesterday that yeah. we'll have a social worker, but hey, yeah. all things work together. Yeah, but anyway, if uh, the, out there, well, our family out there, mm. if there is anyone who has had cancer and then has been through all this uh, 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 what we will be talking about. What we will be talking about. Please yeah. call through, then let's just discuss it. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking for the care button on our Facebook. Marek. I don't find it. Rina Bezaydanhout says, please pray for me. Rina Bezaydanhout, uh, age 80, had a fall. Uh, he touched my sticky um, and it's so sore. Any advice to her? Um, uh, uh, she fell. She's eight. She's, she's 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 eighty years old. She fell. Eighty. Yes. yes. She fell. Um, yes. And it's so sore, and she hit her sticky. I'm um, is what a sticky is. I will just double check what a sticky is. But she's eighty and she fell. Um, I'm hearing a lot more of our elderly generation falling now. Uh, in my family alone, I have already two that fell. And that is like really disturbing for me to see elderly, um, elderly um, uh, uh, falling. Okay, what I have here doesn't translate it correctly. So, I guess sticky asmar. Any advice for Okay, well, but what I can say is that uh, at, at, at the age of 80, they are pro- prone to getting osteoporosis. Because uh, osteoporosis is that... Uh, bone degeneration mm. that predisposes people to fractures especially that of the uh, longer bones like uh, femur you know tibia so uh, hopefully the sticky is not uh, it hasn't got to do with uh, the femur fracture which uh, these people are prone to now that is because of low estrogen low calcium and low magnesium i think if we can get in a, you know to check if there are any fractures 
then uh, that 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 would be good for he for her. And then uh, what they will do there is to take to take X-rays and then see if there is any uh, fracture. If she didn't hurt that, herself, yeah, that could be fixed. Okay. Yeah, that's the most common thing that happens to elderly mm. who fall, mm. and that is they get fractures of the femur. Mm, yeah, may the Lord protect our elderlies, you know, yeah. in the name of Jesus. Um, now, on spread, we are the cancer survival ship. And I understand that it starts with the diagnosis. Am I correct? Yes, that's right. Mm. Yeah, a person who has had a cancer diagnosis is, uh, is oftentimes called a cancer survivor, mm. irrespective of whether he still has it or it's gone or... Uh, at what stage that, that cancer is. And when people talk about uh, survivorship, mm. they are usually referring to uh, navigating their life experiences and challenges resulting from their cancer diagnosis, starting from the time they are diagnosed, going through the treatment and post-treatment as to what is really what, 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 what really happens after they have been diagnosed. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you ask them who, who is a cancer survivor or mm. what is a cancer survivor. Now, the phrase cancer survivor can mean different things to different people. It's often used as a, as a general term describing someone who has had a diagnosis of cancer. Now, this means that the cancer survivorship starts at the time of diagnosis. Now, this definition includes people who have uh, no signs of cancer or after finishing treatment. Now, people receiving extended treatment over a long period of time to control the cancer or those who reduce risk of uh, it having to come back right and then uh, and then people with advanced cancer where maybe it has been diagnosed but unfortunately it was inoperable or uh, it couldn't they, they, they couldn't do anything about it mm. so those are the people who really get um, uh, called cancer survivors mm. now not everyone who who has or has had cancer uses the word survivor. Right. For some people, this term is very, very unacceptable to them. You know, they may feel more comfortable defining themselves as maybe having, uh, I mean, being called a person with uh, cancer or a person living with cancer. It's just like with HIV. You know, uh, th there's been so many terms uh, concerning people who are HIV infected. Mm. Like. Uh, mm. Patients with HIV, patient living with, I mean, with uh, HIV, and so on and so on. Now, the most important thing is to be able to explain and discuss your medical and emotional needs uh, with your healthcare team and loved ones after you have been diagnosed. Now, that's why people should find words uh, they are comfortable with to name and navigate their personal changes and challenges that um, have come from their cancer diagnosis and treatment, and not be called. Uh, a cancer survivor is though you know you, you i don't know but uh, mm. it's kind of not acceptable to many people sure now statistically um mm, yeah recently about 67% of uh, uh, survivors yeah. of uh, c cancer have survived 5 or more years after diagnosis with cancer yeah Okay. That's right. Going through treatment. Going through treatment. Five years, Dr. Leyland? Yes. Yes. Sure. Again. And another thing is about 18%. Wait, let me pause you right there yeah. just before you continue. When we're talking about the five years, are we talking about the different stages that one would go? No, no, no. 
we are talking about after being diagnosed right. and then having been treated, how long are you going to stay? Five years. Going through treatment for five years? Yeah. Oh, okay. Remember, uh, uh, cancer can take your lifetime. Really? Yeah. Just like leukemia. Leukemia will take your lifetime because... But the, but the patient will be suffering from the symptoms from time to time. Yeah, from time to time. But those can be taken care of by, you know, medical intervention. Yeah. So you, you will be having it throughout life. Mm. Unfortunately, you know, it, it, it will take you at some stage. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So. Uh, I, I've, I've heard of something, though, um, Dr. Tlailani. I've heard of people saying... Um, they were diagnosed. Actually, there's one who is giving a testimony as well. She was diagnosed. I think it started as breast cancer. Yes. And um, she went through the treatment and everything was fine afterwards. And then she stayed for a couple of years. Then they said cancer. the cancer is back. Mm -hmm. But now it was in the stomach. Okay. It could have spread to the stomach, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So could it be that the medical world didn't see the spread at the beginning? Yeah, that's why we'll come to that. That uh, oh, okay. after treatment, mm. it's not all over. You have to be on a survivor uh, program okay. where there's going to be a pamphlet or something like that, you know, or they can put you in touch with the cancer.net where you're going to be communicating with them to do, I mean, so that you know what to, to do after you have been treated, you know, the do's and don'ts uh, of. Uh, 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 after cancer treatment so that you can see if it's coming back then you can contact with your con consult with your your your, your um, health professional mm. as soon as possible now a patient like that perhaps that uh, uh, cancer was not picked up mm. because there are different stages of a cancer like mm -hmm. one two three up to four and mm. then there are different uh, modalities of diagnosing cancer like in a breast cancer, you know that we do that mammogram and then if we find a lump, we do a, uh, mm. a, a, mm. a biopsy. Mm. And then if it's maybe stage three or stage four, then we're going to do uh, bone density and then uh, do the MRI to check that the bones are not involved and then check if the lymph nodes oh, are not involved. that's what you call bone density, to check if they are not affected by the cancer itself. Yes, that's oh, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is all cancer survival program that you have to go through after you have been diagnosed and treated. And then you may not be in remission, but you always have to be at a lookout for any uh, uh, recurrence of the, of the cancer, hmm. depending on where the cancer is. Can I call it a chronic disease then? Yeah, it is a chronic disease. It is. It is uh, classified under PMB. Okay. Because uh, especially with breast cancer, there is this drug uh, which is very uh, expensive, that has to be approved by uh, uh, medical aids. And then uh, it can only be dispensed to you if you have registered for PMB. But, um, you know, out of, uh, uh, it will eat up all your day-to-day -day budget if uh, you are going to be having it uh, uh, with, uh, your, your, I mean, being financed by your day-to-day -day budget. But now, after s having said all of this, is it possible that one who has or yeah, who's diagnosed with um, cancer, can we even hear that they are cleared completely? 
Yes, you can get okay. the patients who are cleared completely. I think we need to now, hear that. No, that 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 it can clear the cancer mm. completely if you have uh, you know diagnosed it before it could advance further than stage three, stage two, or, or three. two. Yeah, let's say if it's a stage zero or stage one, you can clear it altogether. Like breast cancer, for instance, I can. Uh-huh. Uh, you can do a whole with the lamp. Uh, yeah, with a lamp, depending yeah. on the size of the lamp. Yeah. It's either they're going to remove the lamp if it's less than three centimeters in diameter, or if it's more than five centimeters, then they're going to do a lumpectomy. Mm. And then uh, all the thick section of the breast. Mm. And then if uh, it's advanced about uh, five, ten, and then there are lymph nodes in the axilla, then they'll have to do a lump, um, the whole breast uh, removal, mastectomy. I, I'm so saddened by one of the stories that I've heard. If, as, as you say that, you know, with the um, breast cancer, it could it can be eliminated altogether, dealt with. You yeah. know, um, at an early stage, I think stage zero, stage one. There, yeah, as you said, yeah, um, but it, it saddened me. It saddened me to hear of a lady who went to our public s- sector and yes. said, you know, I have a painful breast. Yes. Nothing was done, but they just gave her paracetamol. And she went and she, she said, she said, now it's worse. They kept on giving her paracetamol. By the time they checked, it was already too late. Oh, gosh. Now, that hospital, or is it a hospital or a yeah, clinic? it was a hospital. Is it a doctor or uh, maybe a primary health care? It was, it was it, I'm not quite sure, but it was in a hospital. And I assume by now, we, we should be knowing that if somebody comes with breast mammograms and yes. all of these things yes. should be done. Yeah. But yeah, she, they, she was just given paracetamol. We, we like buried her. Yeah, no. I don't know what really transpired there, but mm. uh, any lump is suspicious. And then we say any lump in the breast any, is cancer. Any change, otherwise, yeah. any change on the breast, yeah. take yeah. to your, your, your yeah. professional, yeah. your health We say it's cancer until proven yeah. otherwise. Let me rather prove it's just a cyst or an abscess mm. or just a fibroadenoma, which is an, a benign uh, mm-hmm. uh, hyperplasia, you know, overgrowth of the uh, breast sure. tissue. Yeah. Yeah. Now, about uh, coming back to the statistics, about 18% of cancer survivors have survived 20 or more years after diagnosis. You see, wow. now this is this all That's boils hope. down. Yeah, this all boils down to the modalities of screening that uh, have become so advanced now and so innovative. You know, we've got the uh, things like uh, uh, screening is used to look for cancer before there are any symptoms or signs to find it in order that we can treat it at that early stage you know that's why we encourage that people should go for their yearly checkup and then women should have their mammogram every mm-hmm. every every um, every year mm-hmm. if they are more than 40 and then if they are less than 40 they must have their ultrasound and then men should have the PSA the prosthetic serum amylase done every year mm-hmm. and women still should have their pap smears every year so that uh, we can pick up this uh, cancer before it can, you know, advance. Mm. So with these screening modalities that uh, are there now, Mm. we are able to catch the cancer. Uh That's why we've got that uh, very good survival rate. um, Let me ask, in terms of um, prostate cancer, Yes. Does it also spread? Can it spread into the body or not? Yeah, that, that's a very virulent uh, 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 cancer, that one. Mm. Yeah, because, uh, oh, well, it's a slow-growing tumor. Okay. You know, you can still catch it once you have 
realize that the PSA is just rising. Mm. When you do an ultrasound of the of the prostate, you find that there are hot areas, which mm. mean there are cancer cells growing there. Then you mm. can shave it off, and then if you are successful in shaving off the cancer cells, mm. then it's well and good. And then if you haven't done that, done that mm. then you can still remove the whole prostate. Okay. And then uh, we've got very good uh, surgical procedures like robotic surgery mm. where they don't have to open you anymore. You know, they just use some ports around your abdomen like and, then, you know, and then put uh, uh, the camera there and then, uh, you know, robotic surgery for prostatectomy, which is very good. And then uh, the survival rate uh, has increased a lot. The complication rate is low. Mm. We don't get those sepsis. People go back to work. Hmm. Uh, you know what? In a, yeah, in a shorter t- space uh, okay, of time. Okay. Yeah. So, so if they say they're seeing lesions on the prostate, what does it mean? Lesions. It, yes, lesions on the on the prostate. Does no. it mean that that could also be cancerous? No, it, not necessarily that. Oh, okay. It, it it's either it's a benign hypertrophy, hmm. what we call BPH, hmm. or it's really a cancer. Oh. So you have but to test. The, yeah, you have to test. Now, the mm. key is they're going to do a biopsy. Mm. And then uh, that biopsy is the one which is going to tell us whether it's cancerous or it's just benign. Mm. And then if it's cancerous, you don't have to remove it altogether. You can still treat it medically. Oh, not the robotics? Yeah, no, no, no. no not necessarily. That. Okay. There's a lot of uh, treatment modalities now. Like we've got the, for small tumors, they can use protein, proton. Okay. It's a new thing altogether. We don't have it in South Africa. Okay. Yeah. It's a protein therapy where that, uh, what you call, uh, it's a sort of a laser. But yeah. You can't see it. You can't see it. Mm. You go into that dome uh, where that protein machine pumps these proteins onto the tumor and then it shrinks. No, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, uh, there's also um, uh, shaving off. And then if uh, you have shaved off and then those shaved tissues show that there's a certain percentage depending whether mm. you, you have really targeted i mean you have really reached them or not reached the, the lesions or not then those can indicate to you whether you should go on to do a prostatectomy meaning the whole removing the whole prostate or not oh, okay yeah but now can that kind of a cancer spread because with the breast it can spread yeah it does spread with the and yeah, then and then, and then and, and 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 the patient with prostate cancer still has to go on this program that we're talking about afterwards. Yeah, afterwards. Oh, okay. Have to look at prostate cancer is a killer cancer. I'm telling you, once it spreads, then uh, the chances infect to mm. chemotherapy and radiation mm. to alleviate the patient are very low. So, the best thing is just to get it early. Do your PSAs every year. Mm. If there is a, the trend says the PSA is rising, it's cancer until proven otherwise. All right. You know. Can we take a break and then come back? Sure. <laughs> Let's sure. take a break, family. We are on Hayes Besuk with Dr. Tleilani. You can join our conversation, be it you have a question on what we're talking about, cancer survival ship, or alternatively, you have a medical question that you'd ask, you'd like to ask Dr. Tleilani. He's in the house. He's Benekant, and you can just call in and uh, talk to us. 12 334 is the number. And um, you can also send us a WhatsApp, a Telegram on 082-657-2729, From your ear to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet. 
Join this life on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Did you know you can listen to your favorite programs whenever you want? Check out our podcasts. Listen to your best love presenters anytime, any place. No need to miss out on your favorite programming. It's just a click away. Go to our website at radiopulpit.co.za and click on our podcast page for a variety of content at your fingertips. Yes, Radio Pulpit is still your daily companion. Radio Pulpit is still your daily companion. We gave you the sounds, my family, of the Soweto Gospel Choir and the song Tepa Tapelo. And uh, we are encouraging that pray about everything. The word says pray about everything, even where your health is concerned, even with the doctors that are dealing with your health. If you are seeing doctors, pray for them, that God will give them wisdom into how um, to deal with your case in particular. In studio, I guess nearly in Marikas met Dr. Tlaila. You know, those who have survived cancer. And uh, Dr. Lelani says, we call you a cancer survivor from the onset, from the diagnosis onwards. And so we're learning on that. Um, You can call in and ask your questions based on what we're talking about. Or if you've got some other health matters that you'd like to ask, medical matters that you'd like to ask Dr. Tlailani as NDAs, you can sum up Pratmet Ons and uh, you can call us on 012-334-1322 drop us an email uh, not an email an SMS on 37871 or drop us a WhatsApp on 0826572729 you're still taking us through that um, journey with the survivor of cancer yeah. Okay. Now uh, we were still busy with the statistics uh, uh-huh. of uh, survival cancer. D- do we have children in the in those statistics? Yeah. Everybody's. Uh, are they, is the number growing where children are concerned? Uh, just just hold it net net okay. dar. Um, let's take a family member and we're coming back. Hi, family. How are you? Fine. How are you, Doctor Bongile? Babu Vilagazi. Hello, Fine, how are you, Dr. T? I can recognize your voice. Uh, from afar. From afar, <laughs> eh? <laughs> uh, Dr. T. Yes, sir. You say that prostate cancer is a slow-growing cancer. Yes, uh-huh. sir. But now, can you explain to me what are the symptoms or signs of the umuntu wabon guti bukho no gungahambi gase sisas bongi lenge sinabobaba? All right, then. Okay. Thank you so much. Is that all, Babu Vilakazi? Yes, yes. Thank you, sir. Have a blessed one. Okay, uh, with uh, with uh, prostate cancer, yeah, it's very easy to to, to come out to it because uh, immediately you get uh, either hypertrophy, meaning it's enlarged, or it's a uh, uh, it's cancer itself. You are going to have a problem with your urination. It's either you are going to have difficulty in passing urine. Mm-hmm. More you can have total blockage of the urethra. More longer, you have to be sent to the hospital to, so that they can put a pipe through so that you can urinate. Mm. That's number one thing. And number number two is that uh, you can have blood in your your your, your urine. Mm. Now that is when the cancer has infiltrated the urethra, and post urination dribbling. Mm. It's another thing. More longer, what is what, dribbling? Uh, 
let's say uh, you pass the urine. But you don't finish. It, yeah, you don't finish. So you would hear somebody going like, rup, rup, yeah, rup. that's right. Oh, okay. Or sometimes. I, I always thought that boys liked to play with their pee. No, no, no. No, <laughs> like no, no, really. no. It doesn't okay with boys. It's not with boys. It's with adults. Oh, is it adults? Okay, yeah. but I've heard that kind of noise and I thought, ah, they love playing with their pee. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. And then after you have passed the urine and uh, when you have put the gadget inside the pants, there is still something coming out. And then incontinence. Yeah. Oh. Sort of an incontinent. It's not a clear-cut incontinence. It's just mm. that the... The the the, uni, the the bladder can empty hundred percent. It empties maybe see about uh, ninety to ninety five percent of the urine, and then the five percent is the one which is going to come. Oh, wait, Doctor Tillan, you said it doesn't happen in boys, but I think I did hear hear some boy urinating like that. So could it be that there might be a challenge somewhere there, or what is it associated with if it's a boy? No, no, it can be something else, but not... Oh, okay. uh, like an infection? Yeah, it can be an infection. From what age infection. are we looking well, at prostate cancer? Prostate cancer starts from about 45, 50 and upwards. So underneath... Underneath, you never see it. So it, it could be what? Kidneys? It could be infections? No, no, no usually it's lower down. Oh, okay. It's uh, either uh, cystitis, meaning the bladder is inflamed, or the urethra, the urethra yeah. is inflamed. Because I've, I've heard of a young man also who would uh, pass blood. Yeah. And he had to be rushed to the hospital. Yeah. And and, and even um, with with him being unable to finish the urination, yeah. so it doesn't come out all of it. Yeah. So now, if you take a history of that boy, you'll find that maybe that boy has been in, an, in, a, in a rural area where there is a, a high incidence of bilharzia. Because bilharzia can present exactly the way that you are, you are describing it now. It will have blood. No, no, no. He, he, he's, he's, he's a town boy. He's, he's a, a homeboy, like more locationing, more. Yeah. Um, he's now, I think, in his 30s, 32, I guess. Yeah. No, I think maybe it's a urinary tract infection or oh, he's okay. got an irritable bowel, I mean, irritable bladder syndrome. So that has yeah. to be checked. Yeah, just to be checked, you know, oh, by okay. urologist. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, you, for that age group, you're scraping prostate yeah, no, out scrap it. completely. Yeah. But can that lead to prostate cancer later no, on no, no, in somebody like that? Okay. Not necessarily. But I don't think there's any studies uh, which have been done to, to prove that. Now, now with prostate cancer, look the pre- remember the 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 the, the 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 factors that affect it. Uh, the age you have to be 50 or mm. more, and then uh, the ethnicity you have to be black. Or uh, the age uh, we spoke about the age, and your diet, for instance, you know, if you are taking a lot of uh, uh, hypercholesterolemic, you know, fatty food, mm-hmm. it predispose you to acquisition of uh, prostate cancer. But going back to Mr. Villagas's uh, question, those are the three main things: difficulty in passing urine, and post-urination uh, dribbling, and blood in the in the in the in the, in the urine. Mm-hmm. These are the main three things. Over and above, the constitutional symptoms of uh, fever, loss of weight, loss of appetite, or uh, lethargy. So it's, it, it means there's no way that a man can go through uh, th- you know, the growth of the prostate or the, some tumor or whatever without them being aware of it. No, they, yeah, they can go through Is without it? being aware, yes. That's why by the time it's diagnosed... Uh, I mean, by the time, uh, uh, not by the time, so that's why we have to do this PSAs, because the PSA is the only one 
which tells us that uh, this patient is going to get uh, prostate cancer. And then okay. we act on that by doing more tests like ultrasound and biopsy. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so you can you can you can live for about a year or two, not knowing that uh, it's there. You know, breast cancer. No, breast cancer is you know. you are going to see definitely know. But yeah. now, um, one of the questions that we uh, most of the people would ask is, with breast cancer, okay, with both, will yeah. there be pain? Or not? No, no, there is pain on both. There is. Okay. Depending on the size, in the breast, it depends mm. on, on the size and the aggression of the growth of the tumor. If it's so aggressive that the, it pulls through, you know, give you that pure orange appearance of the skin, then you're going to get pain. And then if there's going to be sepsis, mm. then you're going to get pain. But with the prostate, it may be silent, painless, but you will have some pain on urination if uh, the urethra is already involved, you see. Mm. So uh, pain shouldn't be something to guide you as to whether to diagnose or not diagnose it. But Mm -hmm. uh, the important thing is to screen by doing those mammograms and ultrasounds for women and then the prostate doing the PSA. Mm -hmm. And then look at the trend, Mm. what is really happening. Sure. Then you'll catch it before time. You'll catch it before time. I see Bafunzel Ufunone Gota. Uh, saying very important subject. Thanks, uh, family. Well, we thank God for um, that, you know, this is very important. And we know um, this has to be an information that we share with our brothers and sisters. But in terms of children, um, uh, are the symptoms obvious with children? Uh, you know, with children, I'm not so very well glued up you know yeah more i think it's my, it's a little bit more <laughs> tricky yeah it's really yeah tricky. i think it's a little bit more because yeah, only... i remember pastor dr leilan pastor leilan i remember uh, i remember one of the symptoms for children who have because i know the eyes are mostly affected with the children most children have got cancer of the eyes yes. they would tell you about a white dot in the eye and stuff like that yeah yeah, yeah. so i think with children can be a little tricky can be tricky, yes, but the, the, the important uh, cancers yeah. of children is that of uh, neurological origin. No, oh, okay. And then uh, also that of blood, like the, the leukemias and then lymphomas. Those are the common ones that occur in uh, children. But uh, that's an advanced, uh, you know, uh, when they're field of the medicine that... Uh, okay. I'm not very well glued up. We, we will come back in October with with <laughs> yeah. our specialist with you yeah. and, you know, interrogate them. That's right. Yeah, but, and then still on the statistics, you were, you were answering the question if uh, there are children and you said, yes, there are children yeah, and there's children. a rise on that as well. Yeah, and unfortunately now with children, we have to involve the parents when it comes to survival sheep uh, yeah. program. Because uh, children, you know, uh, children are children. They will not follow the orders that they uh, are being given by the health professional. Mm. Now, the other thing is uh, 64% of survivors are at the age of 65 or more, mm. older. So cancer, this only means cancer is, is an elderly thing. It's more mm. common in, in, in elderly. Yeah. And then there was a certain statistic that I picked up in America, uh, which says... Uh, as early uh, detection methods and cancer treatments have uh, gotten better, the number of people who have had cancer has gone up to about 50 years 
uh, in the United States. In 1971, mm-hmm. there were 3 million people with cancer. Mm. Now, and then, that is in 1971, and then in 2022, mm. there were 18 million. Now you can see that uh, it's about six, uh, yeah, six times. It has increased. You think there are more people who are getting cancer. It's not that there are more people who are getting cancer. It's because mm-hmm. the diagnostic modalities have improved. Mm, we are I picking them up now. And early dealing and early with them quickly. Dealing with them quickly, yes, that's yeah. right. They will, that 18 million does not necessarily mean they, they didn't survive. Mm. They did survive. Mm. And then uh, it's just that they were diagnosed early and then treated early. Mm. Right. Now, Let's look at uh, 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 the, the different, uh, or let's say the, the, the common experiences among cancer survivors. You know, uh, the experiences that they experience from the time they're diagnosed, treated, and then, you know, sent home. Now, feel, the, 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 there is a feeling of relief and joy mm. when cancer treatment is over and wanting to recognize that milestone. So people celebrate that, okay, fine, I've gone through this ordeal i'm happy now i'm just going to throw your party okay to see i see there's a I, I hope this is for us let's listen to it first and then we'll go to that uh comment there by pastor nekota yeah. morning morning Spongile. morning no, dr Tlailan. morning Spongile, Gushwiti, i think uh, um two months ago by mm. bank diagnosed i've got cancer mm. breast cancer Mm. Because I had a lump, mm. so for now, we go treatment for for three months, and then after three months, I will go back um, to hospital. Uh, that they can decide that they are going to cut this lump, or because the medication that they gave me mm-hmm. is the medication yogunyenza uguti. This lump is shrink because the mm. doctor said to me. It's too big, Ugoti Bangai Kat, Yabon. And so when I notice now that lamp, it becomes smaller. Mm. But sometimes it pains by the side where they did Ilona e biopsy. It no pain, Yabon. Sometimes mm. maybe for two days, uh, for, for Lona, for, for three days. So I just want to ask Dr. Tailani Ogutim, is it possible, Ogutim, if Bangalona Bangakata e lamp or mm. that lamp e ilone e pele at all, I'm gonna be cancer free or I just want to know that. Thank you, thank you, Spongile. Okay, and here's another one. No. And they said I'm in stage three. Oh, okay. Dr. Tailani? Is she still on the line or is it a, no, no, it she, a WhatsApp? It's, it's a WhatsApp a voice note. Oh, yeah. okay, fine. Uh, look, at, they've used this uh, drug that I told you that is very expensive. Yeah, to it's, shrink the... Yeah, to shrink the lump. Yeah. Right, now she's stage three. I think what they're trying to do there is... Now, stage three means the lymph nodes are involved. Uh, you know, the axillary lymph nodes are involved. And then stage four is when it's gone beyond the, uh, the what you call it, it's gone to the bones or it's spread to the mm. liver or it is spread to the intestines or mm. it is, yeah. So three means it's gone to the what you call to the. So it mean, does it mean that it can it, it can spread? Yeah, it can spread, 
And then it's busy spreading now. That is stage three. It's busy spreading as, uh, because the aromatase, that, uh, the, the, the treatment that she was given, mm. only concentrates on the primary lesion. Which is the lump. Yeah, which is the lump. Okay. Well, if I were her doctor, I would also introduce uh, chemotherapy to stop the spread. Ah, right. Which is already in the lymph nodes. Okay. And then uh, after that, a total mastectomy should be done with uh, to remove the breast yeah remove the whole breast mm. with the clearance of the lymph nodes in the axilla mm. i think then i can say she's free of uh, of uh, cancer but uh, as long as those lymph nodes are still there in the axilla where is the yeah. axilla no no my coffin. <laughs> yeah my that's coffin. where i went <laughs> yeah that's right yeah. Okay. Uh, then, but for now, I don't think she she she, she will be free she, until she that free, is yeah, done until dealt is with done. because she stays free. But uh, uh, it's not one size fits all with breast cancer. You know, some people will disagree with me, and then uh, some people will say, "Okay, let's treat it conservatively," with the hope that uh, at a later stage she'll be irradiated and give, be given uh, chemotherapy, and then uh, mastectomy. Uh, yeah, mastectomy at a later stage. When everything is shrunk. All right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a very dicey uh, yeah, situation. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, right, yeah. love, uh, you know, loud and clear. Mm. Um, I see my twin, Kelly Devis, saying good morning, family. Interesting insights. Thank you so much for tuning in and being with us. Um, uh, Pastelo Fononegote says PSA testing is very critical. True, Dr. T. Uh, there are instances where PR examina- examination doesn't pick up any abnormalities. In this case, MIR. MRI scan will be done on the basis of abnormal PSA followed by biopsy, um, which is most cases become positive. Yeah, she, he's right. He's mm. right. Yeah. Mm. But now, going well, for we're talking a, to a nurse, so. Yeah, but going for an MRI and it's an overkill, you know. Yeah. MRI are not cheap. Yeah. They're very expensive. You can still survive by having to do an ultrasound. An ordinary ultrasound, uh-huh. and then uh, can, the, can an ultrasound p- pick up that? Yeah, it can pick it up. Oh, okay. And then uh, after that, uh, do do a biopsy. Yeah, yeah. Or you can do a ultrasound directed biopsy. Mm. Now, an MRI, I would say an MRI, it's just to pick up if there are any metastases. That is, whether the tumor has grown beyond the mm. confines of uh, the primary tumor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, MRI, I'm afraid of them. Those things, uh, they finish your medical aid in two months. <laughs> yeah. But at least it's once off. Yeah. If it's necessary. You know, if you've done an MRI, just yeah. know that uh, for that year, already uh, behind the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Janet Dube, good morning to you, my queen. Thank you so much for joining in and um, also being with us. All right, we're still on a journey of survivorship, and we've moved out now from statistics. Where to now, Dr. Yeah. No, no, no. I was still busy with uh, uh, the experiences of people mm. uh, after cancer, after survival, uh, cancer survival. And then we spoke about the, 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 the excitement after you have recognized uh, the milestone that now I finished my treatment and everything. Now, second thing is uh, having new or changing psychological support needs, such as. Uh, uh, self-image, anxiety, and grief over your losses. Because uh, immediately you are diagnosed with cancer, your life is to an extent going to stop. Mm. And then uh, 
but uh, immediately you finish your treatment you know the anxiety it will go away the self-image will be back and then the grief over what you have lost during the time of uh, treatment will be uh, 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 restored and then the other thing is uncertainty about the future because uh, people would think that they've been diagnosed with uh, cancer mm. it's a life sentence it's not a life sentence mm. there's a lot that can be done even if they can't kill you 100% but they can prolong your life that you can achieve whatever you wanted to do in life and then fear that the cancer will come back but uh, if it's fear that cancer is going to come back rather be in close contact with your your your, your family and with your healthcare provi- uh, provider will always be there with the psychologist to counsel you and then, mm. you know, allay your fears of uh, having to... Let, let me ask, what is the role of the psych... No, no, not the psychologist. I know the psychologist will do counseling because of the fears and everything that yes. comes, the emotions and, the, you know, all of that. But now, yesterday we were talking about a social worker yeah. who would be coming and joining us. What is the role of the social worker in this case for a survivor? Well, the social worker, remember, uh, there are other people after being diagnosed uh, and then uh, called the cancer survivors. Yeah. When they have to be, you know, incorporated back into the society, Mm. they've got a problem with that, especially that of stigma. There are some other people who like stigmatizing. Do we still have people who stigmatize? Yeah, we still have, you know. Haibo. And then they'll be pointing fingers at you. Even your family can reject you that uh, you brought some... I don't know, spirit into the house. That's why you're acting this way. That's why you got that thing. So with a social worker, it's very nice that they can be there and then, uh, you know. So to educate both the family. Both the family and, and him to incorporate him back. And also... What about the society? Can the social worker still yeah. be a mediator in that space? No, he like, can. Okay. He can. And then also too, at uh, having to go back to work, mm-hmm. you know, after you've been away for some time, mm. there are those people who still can be working as they are attending their chemotherapy or as they are attending their their radiation. Okay. And then, but uh, they stay away from others, stay away altogether from work. But mm. if they have to come back and then be incorporated back into the work environment, You're right? There's a lot of social uh, disharmonies that happen between him and him or her with. The, the the rest of the the rest of the co-workers, so the social worker plays a very big role in having to harmonize the Mediate whole situation. Mediate and harmonize. Yeah. All right, mm. Azufanelwi. I was just about to take a break, but Azufanelwi, Anani Palama Mukororo, how are you? Um, and Machironi, and she says, "Morning, uh, my queen. For how long does Euromax treatment be taken?" For or is it uh, like for how long should it be taking for ne? or is it a lifetime or depending on uh, the prostate cancer problem? I mean, the prostate problem. Uh, Uribex has to be taken for as long as the prostate cancer is still there, it can only okay. be stopped, yeah, because it's a symptomatic problem. I mean, it's a symptomatic uh, modality of treating, treating the, 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 the cancer. Yeah, because remember, Uremax is going to make you pee well and then it's going to take away the pains while you are still being investigated as to whether to do a prostatectomy or treat you conservatively. So let me say it is permanent until the, 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 the cancer is solved. Okay. 
All right, Elma Truter, hello to you. Thank you so much for joining in and being with us. Can on a break? Yeah. Yes. Oh, what is a break in Africa? I need to breathe and I think Dr. Tleilani also need to sip a little bit of his tea again. <laughs> as easy as the touch of a button, the message of life on 657 AM. Well, there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer request by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za. In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za. Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It is 657 AM. Hey, Lester na Radio Council, Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. I am Spongile Mufuking, and I'm just about to say goodbye to you. I'm not alone. I'm with Dr. Tleilani on Besuk, and we're talking about cancer survival ship, and we gave you the sounds there of Felicia Mary and trust in the Lord, encouraging you to do exactly that uh, with everything that pertains to your life. Now, Azwifa Neri comes back to us, Dr. Tleilani, saying nothing has been said if it's cancer, um, if it's cancer, he only goes every six months for checkups and continues taking Aramax. What else can he do? He sees the urologist. Uh, I think uh, uh, there isn't anything further to do or more to do. Uh, let him just go for those uh, six monthly checkup. Now, this six monthly checkup is just to pick up if there is cancer. I think that they're not seeing it is because it is not there and not necessarily that it's not there it's just that they don't see it so you can't empirically you know treat the cancer without having proven it mm. so don't have to do anything let him just follow the the doctor's uh, instructions mm. yeah all right um now when it comes to our diet when it comes to food after one has gone through cancer yeah do do they take any special kind of diets or it's normal you can yeah I mean, it, it depends uh whether you're a, what do you call this thing those who eat only uh vegan uh, vegans, vegetarian yeah. yeah yeah you know if you're a vegan for instance make sure that you, t- you supplement you must take your omegas you must mm, take your zinc mm. you must take your magnesium yeah. You know, you must take your vitamins. What about vegetarians? Now, the vegetarians Are they much better because they much also have because they do, eggs yeah. oh, okay. yeah. and milk? And then uh, the vegetarians do take milk, isn't it? No. Uh, and vegetarians don't eat meat, but they eat other things from the animal, like your eggs and your cheese and yeah. your No, at least uh, vegetarians milk. are better. Okay. But uh, <clears throat> if you're a vegetarian, modify oh, okay. your diet into being a Mediterranean one. Oh. Yeah, because that one actually will detoxify your body, it will detoxify mm. your, 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 your liver. Mm. But on top of that, 
I would encourage that it's supplement. also supplement. Okay. Uh-huh. So with vegan, you know, nothing that is meat, um, you know, con- they don't consume anything from an animal. Yeah. Be it a fish, be it a chicken, be it beef, nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then, there's just vegetables. Yeah. Now being people like us who eat everything, <laughs> you have to be um, I always call us omnivores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Must be on a test diet. <laughs> Diet against uh, 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 stroke and, and heart disease. So if you take that dish diet, then you are okay. You are mm. fine. I love what I see uh, the cancer houses too, because now we have cancer houses for children yeah. uh, where families uh, that are coming from far, th- they can just house the child during the time of treatment. That's right. Um, yes. and, and the cancer house would be very close to the hospital if anything uh-huh. erupts, you know, yeah. or, yeah. yeah because, uh, you know, if you're taking chemotherapy, for instance, yeah. you know, that thing is very, very, you know, traumatic, you know, hmm. uh, uh, having to have a cancer therapy, I mean chemotherapy. Mm. Yeah, you need your family, you need a lot of support, you know. I, I've seen it, uh, it was done, I, I've seen it at, uh, there's an institution somewhere here in Valeria or something like that. Mm, mm. Yeah, the, the, the family comes and they sit with you, watch TV and everything while the chemo is going through. Yes. And then uh, you don't even feel the side effects. Oh, okay. You feel the side effects later at a later on. stage. Okay. And then uh, they'll, they'll give you treatment now and then. The common side effects is nausea and vomiting mm. but they, that they can take care of. Mm, mm, yeah. mm. I nearly forgot to ask you this one um, uh, from one young lady. She She's now, she just entered her 30s and she just had a child like two years back. Yeah. But prior to that, she had breast cancer from when she was 25. Um, and um, she got healed from it, yes. but now she breastfed. And she was asking herself if if it might come back after breastfeeding because she had cancer before when she was 25. Then she got married. No, she got married, had cancer, had a child after the cancer, breastfed her child. So would the cancer come back? Do we know? No, we don't know. No, no. Hmm. That we don't know really. Uh, it was treated uh, with chemo and uh, radiation. Everything. They didn't remove the, uh, the, no. the breast. No. That's why she was breastfeeding. Yeah. Yeah. But she still has to be very cautious and then uh, follow the cancer survivor or what you call program. Mm-hmm. Do those uh, ultrasounds, mm-hmm. you know, yearly mm-hmm. or mammogram if she's uh, above 40. And then, uh, yeah, that's right. And then uh, she must be a friend to her doctor mm-hmm. who's going to palpate the, 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 the breast at regular intervals. Okay. And let's say maybe every month to check that uh, the breast cancer has come Yeah, I think uh, that she has had a, a tumor. Yeah. And then it was treated conservatively. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The chances of it coming back are high. All right. Dr. Tlenani, thank you so much for ah, coming thank you, through. Lady. You always minister to us. We are glad to have a doctor in you that we can rely on who's always here uh-huh, to always. empower us. So in October, we promise we'll try to get a, uro- a urologist or somebody. Ne? Yeah. yeah. An oncologist or who says somebody who can come in. Well, so oncologist does everything. Yeah. So if we a get urologist one. urologist will do only the main. Yeah. yeah. So Not necessarily men, even if women too. Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, but you, you, I, I trust that we will get someone. But yeah. thank you so much. May God keep keeping you. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks very much, uh, family out there. Yeah, and do remember that you can talk to Dr. Tlailani between 6 and 9 
you can send him a WhatsApp uh, separately and he'll respond when it's convenient for him to do so. But between 6 and 9, you can either call him or even send him a WhatsApp on 078-738-2694. It's 078-738-2694. I'm signing out. Let's meet on Saturday on the Ultimate Lifestyle Guide. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of our Lord Holy Spirit rest and abide with you now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Next up, uh, oh, we're going to the news. And after the news, uh, it's Germany, Yanni Belsa with Perspective. I leave you with the sounds of Margaret Mozache. Ain't no need to worry. Become active, active in faith. 657 AM 657 AM Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. You and 657 AM and life, a winning team on the road to eternity.